Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. I'm Ken Chester. Let's get started. To ask a question, share an opinion, even suggest a topic for future discussion, call or text the Tech Mobility Hotline. That number, as always, 872-222-9793. Or you can email the show, talk at techmobility.show, and that is talk at techmobility.show. And as always, one more thing. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel. Each week, I post short videos of topics we've discussed here in the program. And we have a goal in mind that we would like to reach by the end of the year. And honestly, I need your help. Please do subscribe to the channel and like the videos. Thank you so very, very much. From the Tech Mobility News Desk, I got two words. Electric Chrysler. I know... First of all, let me let me back up. Let me back up for a minute. I came into the automotive industry because of a love of a Plymouth Valiant. I was six years old. My best friend's mom had bought a brand new that fall, medium blue Plymouth Valiant 200 sedan, four-door. Got in the backseat of that car, fell in love with it. By the time I was a in high school, and got my license, I owned a red 65. But I got into the automotive industry. I fell in love with cars because of Mopar, Dodge, Chrysler, Plymouth. So as Chrysler has evolved and withered away pretty much to nothing, uh, it's broke my heart. Plymouth went away from me in 2001. Chrysler is a is literally a ghost of itself. So when I heard about when I saw the Chrysler Airflow concept, and for all y'all that didn't know, the word Airflow is a throwback to an aerodynamic design that Chrysler revolutionized in the 1930s. The problem is it was a little too revolutionary. I loved it, and it's just streamlined and amazing, but it flopped in the marketplace. They made it for about three or four years, and then they got away from it. So unfortunate because these cars are beautiful as far as I'm concerned. Well, returning back to that heyday, Stellantis is committed to making Chrysler all electric by 2028, but they got to bring some cars to market because right now, ain't too much Chrysler's building other than the Pacifica and the fleet-only Voyager. Other than that, the 300 is pretty much done the end of this year. So they're looking at, and I've seen it, and I said to them, if you build something like this, the way that it looks, I could seriously consider coming back home. I really could. And I'm looking at it. The first EV, they, they're going to use the Airflow name or the Airflow concept. I hope they call it the Airflow. I do. I really do. It's scheduled to arrive in 2025. So they're kind of behind, they're behind the eight ball, but it could be what they need. They did say that the production vehicle would go beyond what the public saw with the Airflow Electric concept when they unveiled it last year. The brand said that the Airflow was developed to preview the Chrysler's brand revitalization and the future direction towards delivering harmony in motion through seamlessly connected, clean mobility and industry-leading customer experiences. Note to Chrysler. 
because I know you're listening, Airflow is an excellent name for this. If you're serious about bringing the brand back, if you're serious about making a statement and and letting the folks who have loved the brand down through the years know that you're serious, then I would heavily suggest you consider actually taking the name of the concept and making that the name of the vehicle because it will have every bit of the intensity, excitement, and revitalization spirit that you're trying to get. And the airflow would certainly flag that. They're expecting the Pacifica and Pacifica Hybrid, which was last freshened a couple years ago. They're expecting an electric version of that to hit around 2028. Again, these automakers that are coming mid to late decade, my concern is, is it going to be anything left for them? <clears throat> if the airflow is done right, and if it is everything they say it is, if it is able to capture a modern rendition of what Chrysler Luxury used to be, if they could get there and take it further, then I think they've got the bones to revitalization of the brand. Because in fairness, when Lexus started back in 1990, they had two models, but they were so awesome that they had no problem and they built an entire brand from those two very awesome vehicles one which was at first a lightly redone camry the other one was truly remarkable and that was the first ls i wish chrysler well i hope they pull it off what if i told you about a vehicle that sold and it's cater it caters to executives it is an executive's car, almost a limo. And it's more luxurious than a Lexus LS, but it's not a Lexus. More comfortable and capable than a Mercedes-Benz. It's not a Mercedes. It's not a BMW. It's not an Audi. It's not even a Maybach. It has a sticker price of $170,000, and they've been selling them since 1967. Don't freak out. The model name is Century. And no, it's not a Buick. Believe it or not, this vehicle is sold in Japan by Toyota. And it's called the Toyota Century. And they sell these to titans of industry at $170,000 a copy. And until just recently, they had been cars. The funny thing about it is this article shows these vehicles, shows samples of the vehicles made down through the years. They looked so much like fancy American cars of the 1970s. It blew my mind. I mean, these have no resemblance to anything else Toyota makes. And they had made it as a sedan for years and years and years and years and years. And how about this? Those sedans back in the day, powered by a V12 engine. Bet you didn't know Toyota made 12-cylinder motors, but they did. However, times change. The century's no exception. And with the next generation of it, it moved to an SUV. And I got to tell you, I love the look of it. 
It's beautiful. It's class. It's understated. It's unique. And I am very sure that Toyota will have no problem placing every single one of them. Right now, that new SUV is powered by a 5-liter V8 hybrid, or you can get it as a fuel cell electric. Up till this time, that vehicle, the Century, the Toyota Century, had only been redesigned three times. Let that dust settle. Three. Three. The Toyota Century. A luxurious now SUV built for the business elite in Japan. Something that honestly, if they ever got the guts to bring this to the United States, they probably want to make it a Lexus because nobody would pay that much really in the United States for a Toyota. But I guarantee you, they came out with something like this. They'd sell every single one of them and they'd have a back order. If any, if the current Top end Lexus SUV is any indication right now. The wait time on the LX is two years. That's right now. And I mean, it's a pretty looking thing. I didn't even know that Toyota made anything like this, but they do. A century for a new century, an SUV that owes much to the Rolls Royce Cullinan in design. And it sort of looks that way, except honestly, I think the Toyota looks better. Just my take on it. I really do. And at 170000 at Toyota-built quality, thing won't break. Which is more I can say for a hand-built bespoke vehicle, which carries the cachet, but not necessarily the reliability of the Toyota. The Toyota Sentry, you want to Google that, because it's quite a vehicle. It looks pretty sharp. And uh, it'll give you something to think about, because I didn't even know there was such a thing. You are listening to the Tech Mobility Show. Are you tired of juggling multiple apps and platforms for meetings, webinars, and staying connected? Look no further than AONMeetings.com, the all-in-one browser-based platform that does it all. With AON Meetings, you can effortlessly communicate with clients, host virtual meetings and webinars, and stay in touch with family and friends, all in one place and for one price. Here's the best part. You can enjoy a 30-day free trial. It's time to simplify your life and boost your productivity. AONMeetings.com, where innovation meets connection. Get started today and revolutionize the way you communicate. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Kent Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. 
we get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us. Thank you.